Kokorongo kite tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kani kani move that body Kani kani move that body Wow, tēnā koutou katoa. Tēnā rā tātou te iwi. Ai, kia ora everybody and welcome back to Taringa, tēnei punua pāho and I'm so excited because we have someone else to kōrero rero with. Ai, Ai e mihi ana kia koe hariru, kia ora e te tua hene hariru. Kia ora, kia ora. Nei mai ki tā tātou kaupapa ki te punua pāho nei. Hariru, Roa and I work together. Ko ia te kaiwhaka Māori, she's the official translator, te reo translator mm-hmm. of Te Wānanga o Te Roa, and she's been on maternity leave. Um, I whānau <laughs> mai um, tā rāua ko tāna hoa pepe, ko hene kori kori. <laughs> yeah, and koe ke te tia ki a hene kori kori? Taku hunga wai. <laughs> oh, lucky. Say, Ari, Dr. Hene's got a, um, somebody to babysit hene kori kori. Hoia no. Mm. Know my tato, and I think it's timely actually that Hariru comes in on this podcast, this particular one. And as you all know, we're back with Tana rotation, and we're back to kupu kupu kupu. And kote kaupapa o tenei ra kote te 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 Yeah, te ra, kia koe. Te At reo. the moment, I'm going to translate it as baby speak because <laughs> koe nga ngoku whakaro i DNA ra. And that's cool. And I know there'll be lots of mummies out there and daddies, mummies and daddies. Um, Miki, tātou te iwi. We've got, um, you know, kids, tamariki mokopuna, nieces, nephews. So te reo te kainga. Talking about the language that you can use at home. So koe nga te kōrero rero i DNA ra. Firstly, though, before we get into talking about some of te reo, I just want us to think about the word kāinga. And those of you that don't know, kāinga is a word that we use for home. And home can be a lot of places and a lot of contexts. So sometimes when, I, when I'm saying e hoki anau ki te kāinga, it could be that I'm actually returning to the pā mm. or to the marae. And same with a, with a lot of you out there. Or it could be going back to where you've got a connection to. But I think in this context, we're talking about kāinga, where you live, your home. And taku mōhio, uh, ko te kupu kāinga, comes from the word kā. So where your fire would burn, that would be considered your kāinga, or yeah, where your fire would burn. Mm. Um, no? It's a little bit of uh, whakapapa o tērā kupu <laughs> o te kāinga. And we're going to be talking about some kōrero kupu. We're just going to have a general discussion really about te reo te kāinga and what it means to us today. As well. Um, so, kia ora tātou katoa. So, where should we start? Well, ki taku kāinga, ko te nuinga o ngā kōrero ki te kāinga ki te whare, ko te reo tohutohu. Mm. He reo tohutohu, uh, mā ngā mātou e tohutohu ngā mahi a ngā tamariki. Yeah, so really highly instructional. Yeah. Um, if it's not that, he reo kōwhete. 
But in that space, I think um, you tend to speak to your children more than you would to your partner or your spouse mm. um, because, oh, hero ano tera. There might be another episode. <laughs> Actually, we might have to do that one in parts too. Yeah, no, true, true. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, mote yakwe kurianamunga tohu tohu, um, na tereo fakahau, na fakahau. So, Commands and instructional. Right. Probably one I want to touch on is one that I hear a lot of today is when you're telling tamariki, some tamariki or whoever to get down off something. And I hear a lot of e heke. Mm-hmm. But when I was growing up, my my queer used to say e tuku. Mm-hmm. Hey, e tuku. So we're going to put that one out there. And I think there's a there is definitely a difference between a tuku and a heke. So, yep, that's something instructional you can use. Say you want to tell your kids to get off something, they're playing on the, on the chairs or the lounge suite, jumping around on your new lounge suite yeah. you just bought or something. What is the difference? Te mea koina hoki i tōku whare ko te e tuku ke te kukutika, but I'm not sure why. I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, I think because a heke... Could be wrong. I think because heke is an intransitive verb. Nee. So you have to say... Where it has to follow tuku's, something. Yeah, has, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tuku is a kupu mahi. Is a kupu mahi. So I think that's why tuku was more frequently used. Hariru put me on the spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's a good question. Yeah. yeah. Because actually, I'm really bad when someone asks me why. I just say, because it is. Yeah, a lot yeah, of the yeah. time it's because I'm in a rush and I haven't got an answer there and there. Put some thought into mm. it. But... Yeah, I think that's the short answer. Ah, right. Yeah, that difference between e heke and e tuku. So that's with instructional language, to a to your children, it has to be short and sweet, mm. has to be sharp. So <laughs> e heke needs to have a follow-on. It does. It's not complete in itself, mm. yeah. but e tuku does. Yeah. And so that's why it's a preferred way of speaking. Mm. Mm. E tamariki, e tuku. Yeah. E tuku ki raro. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just going through now what I can remember what Nan used to say to us and stuff when we were little. Um, probably one that we always used to hear when we were little to get us out of bed was matika. Mm. She'd say matika and then maranga. Yeah, I think they both sort of mean the same thing. I think one is sort of like to first like arise and then maranga is like get right up. Yeah, mm. but we'd hear through the house all the mokopuna would be in bed or sleeping and we'd hear matika. Matika. Yeah. Whereas if it was my mother, I'd be like, Matika! <laughs> <laughs> te reo te kainga is a real good, because people feel safe at home to use the reo mm. at home and comfortable and you're with your tamariki, your partner, whoever i roto i te whare. So, hei wairua anō i roto i te whare. And then, e teiwi, most of the time we're at home, you know, we're in informal yeah, yeah. setting situations. Neha. Pefeo, fefkaro just real. Um, aye. <laughs> 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 like, just to let just done this really cool hand movement. It's <laughs> like conversational koina. Yeah. 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 Opaki is real informal. Mm. And you'll find that. Everybody has their own speak. Mm. Hey, mm. Everybody has their own speak. Mm. Your kids. And it's not necessarily um, language 
that's coming out of their mouth. But it's language in their face, in their body, <laughs> and <right>. attitude. <laughs> and you start to hear that in speech anyway, as as you grow as a as a family unit when you have growing tamariki. Mm. Um, but that's that's I think that's what Taria was trying to show in her hand gesture, <laughs> explaining that opaki and that kind of language. I know. I like it when people start learning te reo and they like trying te reo out at the table a lot because they, they can use homai te. So homai te means give give to me the. And um, it's a real good way if you're learning te reo, if you're starting out on, on the te reo journey, that's a good sentence to start off with. Homai te, the directive, and then after that comes the noun. Yeah. Say, homai te tote, give me the salt, or homai te prao, give me the bread, homai te pata. Mm. Yeah, so you can use a lot of te reo at the table. One cool thing I heard, and this was from Jared, and we were at, uh, wasn't actually at someone's house, we were at, we were at a farikai, and um, he said something that was very, very Māori. I thought he said to me, e hoa, homai tātāua tote. Mm. Yeah. So, um, mate, give me our salt. They didn't say homai te tote, he said homai tātāua tote. And then another time, we just you just look at it and you look at what you want and it's in the tone of your voice. Tātāua mm. tote. And then the person knows, say, I know a lot of you listening, you get on the te reo journey and you learn the reo from the book, so to speak, or ero toi te akomanga in class or wherever you may be. And then etama, you, you go out with a whole lot of te reo speakers or you sit with, you know, some kaumātua and they're chopping and changing their sentences, eh? Yeah. You know, <laughs> leaving words out and you're like, hey, wait, I didn't learn that. <laughs> I didn't learn that, but you just got to go with it. That's all part of te reo. There's some kupu, eh, that you find that don't really have, have a meaning and most of it is in the tone. Mm. Like... Um, we had one nana, our Ngāti Manioputo nana used to say, Ayare. Aye. Ayare. Aye. How do you translate that into English? Don't know, but you hear it in, in the mm. tone. And then we had the other nana that that used to use a similar word, but it was slightly different from Ngāti Haiwa, and they say, Weare. 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 And then, and then they'd shorten that to, Wee. Mm. <laughs> and, Aye. And, mm. and those mm. sorts of things. So they're not words that you can. You can, there, there aren't real equivalents mm. in English, yeah, yeah. but yeah. you just have to go with the tone. And you know, you know the tone yeah. <laughs> um, growing up and saying, Ai, ai are kare. Ai. Ha, tō mahi. Te kino mai o hoki o tō mahi. Ai wa momo kubu, ai are, and then, wii are, or wii are, ha, tēnā e moko, te pai, te pai. Ai wa momo kubu, kārehe tēnō kubu pākeha. Um, so those are some types of words too that um, that definitely come out of the kāinga. Mm. Yeah. I use we are there, but I might say ai, mm. but not ai are there. But yeah, I'm like, ai. You, you, mm. you just done it before when you dropped your phone. <laughs> yeah. And it came out quite naturally. <laughs> I always thought that all Māori use we are there, but it seems to be a tainui thing. Mm. Yeah. Neha. Yeah, mm. whakamai au te we are there. Yeah, and because uh, I've said it before in some... Okay, oh, what's that word? <laughs> yeah. yeah, one that my nan used to use was awaya, mm. and she go awaya. She said it like that, and then I thought that that was our kupu, 
and then I went to Tangi and Tauranga and I had a, another nini isa, which was pretty cool, sort of sort of like, not validates, but yeah, um, sort of reminds you that, oh, yeah, got that old Maori thing. Yeah, she added a hooky onto hers. She was like, oh, wait, a hooky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, that, there's heaps of cool words like that. Yeah. The wee, the wee, ayare. When I nans on was, ay, 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 ay. I think as we were growing up, my cousins started to say, instead of just saying, ay, they'd go, aish. Yeah, aish. <laughs> and then there was this, there yeah. was this aish word that used to go around, yeah. go around in uh, the 90s. Yeah. The yeah. 90s, eh? We, we still sometimes say aish. Yeah. Yeah, aish. I think I... Evolved. Yeah, yeah. Evolved. <laughs> yeah, so, ko te reo te reo te kainga. And I think, I don't know what the word is to describe that sort of thing. Language, those sort of words, the we, the where. Even like, we. you know, I think <laughs> it's, like, it's is something you might hear a bit more, maybe down the coast, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's, don't really hear it's. Yeah. Hear. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I think it's came from eta. Oh, eta. Yes. And, you know, it's become... And then and now you've got some, some people say eta hairy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's almost an accent because mm. it's not it's not actually dialectual. Mm. So it's almost more of an accent that people adopt as a unit, mm. whatever unit group of people that is. They adopt a certain accent that um, includes um, certain language, mm. certain kupu, um, like the Americans yal and all that kind of. It's an accent. It's mm. a certain accent. Yep. So we have mm-hmm. our wheeze and our ay and now all of those sorts of things that follow that tone and those certain kupu that roll into those tones that wouldn't necessarily roll into any other units sorts of tones. Mm. And it and um it becomes a natural way of our communication, I guess. And some of those words that we use they're familiar to that grouping, but mm. not to another. Mm. Um, and, and it's sort of like we were talking about kiwaha and things, but I think this is another sort of branch of that. Some of the younger generation, they substitute one of the letters, Maori, they substitute a vowel for another one. Oh. Yeah, yeah so any word with a E in it, or, or with the air sound, they substitute it for something else. Oh, they do that deliberately? Yeah. Oh, as a <laughs> yeah. code? Yeah, 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 yeah. Iwanga nui a rātou. Yeah, e reo, ko te reo tonu te rā. Yeah, so they know what they're on about. Right. Yeah, etahi. Right. Engari, you know, it would like change every day, but there'll be just those one or two that would stay. Mm. Perfect. Oh, mana. Like, when I'm on Oh, yeah, that, mana. Mana. <laughs> mana. Yeah. I think that's still going, eh? Yeah. People yeah. still sort of use mana. Not as oh, often, though, mana. but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, te wā tuatahi, I heard that expression. I was yeah, like, mana yeah. who? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking mana. about? <laughs> yeah, that's mana. What do you mean that's mana? Yeah, nah, there's still, yeah, a couple. Mm. But yeah, that was probably one that real that stuck with everyone. Mm. Just as we're laughing, I sort of remember, you know, that's when a lot of the exchange would come out. Was yarata we called it or pakiana? Yeah. In the recorded or just flowing. And all these sayings would come out. And then my mum was one she used to say, Oh no, I don't know how to speak te reo. 
But if she was with her cousins <laughs> or with my nan, you know, and that group being kaere tanareo, and um, that shows the effect of a group on the language of somebody. Mm. For instance, we had a tangi not in Alfano not long ago, and one of my grand uncles came back, and he'd been away for some fifty years or something. He hardly ever comes back, and um, he started speaking te reo. Like te reo would come out, and the reo he was using was the language of a, what I would consider of a native speaker, how mm. he was using it. The funny thing was he didn't know he was using it. But it's just because he was with the whanau and he was at the pa in the right environment, the reo was coming out of him. Yeah. So I suppose one, one of the learnings from that is, you know, you need to sort of put yourself in these situations um, with language speakers and we've shared before, it's really good to organise things at the home where you're comfortable, even if it's a shared kai, you know, invite, you know, tell everyone to bring a plate and then you can practice some of your te reo while everybody's at home and they're in a comfortable environment. You can try out your kiwaha that you've picked up on here on Taringa or wherever. Um, you can use your reo whakahau, which is your instructional commands and things like that. Yeah, it's hard to, well, you can't, you can't, Speak if you haven't got any mates. <laughs> and then you can have a laugh at one another when you get things wrong or whatever. It's all good. Got the man new, you can put the tecorero. Can put the tecorero. Put the reo tera o te kainga. I read an interesting thing um, on someone put a post up. He asked if people had learnt their language from a book or if they learnt their reo from their tupuna. And it Created a bit of a debate. This was on social media. It was on on Facebook between some people because um, the debate was, well, what you get out of the book isn't the real deal. You know, me hukiki na tūpuna. And a lot of the people on the post that commented that were whanaunga to this person, they said, well, that's all we got. You know, um, mm. you're obviously lucky that you have a father who sat with the old people and were considered to be a native speaker. But a lot of people haven't got that, so you got to make do with what you've got. Mm-hmm. And the book, the learning from the book or going to a class or anything is a lot. Of, a lot of the time, it's the stepping stone for people to learn tereo, more tereo, and to you know build their confidence. So when they do get in a situation with tereo speakers, they're comfortable to mm-hmm. use the tereo they have learned out of the book. Yeah, I tend to tell people. And Te Reo Te Kainga is probably a really good example because that is the place where you can say anything mm. and it doesn't matter. Mm. And I've, I find that children, well, I try and tell people that I talk to about Reo anyway that are still learning and, and asking for advice and stuff like that. And I say, speak to your kids. Mm. Speak to your kids. They're not going to judge you. Mm. If they understand you, they'll just follow through whatever, with whatever you've said. Mm. If they don't, they'll ask straight up, what? <laughs> or ha ha if mm. they're speaking if they if they go to kuhanga or kurakau papa they can say ha ha mm. mama <laughs> mm. but I mean they don't pass judgement they're not there to judge you on anything and it does become very functional in that way mm. it's just does it make sense does it not if it does then they'll follow through. If it doesn't, mm. then they say so, or they just ignore you like your kids ignore you anyway. Mm. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> I like that you uh, that word you used, functional. And kuna, ko te reo te And if you can, um, you know, we've already got a relationship there 
with your tamariki. So the language will naturally flow in time. Neha, i roto i te kainga, i roto i te whanau. I got a niece, she's in an interesting scenario. So they moved to Aussie. Me and Nahui, we had her boy for some months. And he iako ia i te reo, i te wai ai ai amawa. And he could speak quite well. For his age, at the time, he was only just turned one or something. He had a second birthday with us when he left. When he went to Aussie, he wasn't there long. And we went for a holiday. And I was, you know, speaking te reo to him. And he looked up at me and he said to me, Koro praone, I can't understand what you say anymore. Anymore? Yeah. Because he'd been away from the real. His mother hadn't used it, if she's listening. <laughs> um, and I nearly cried. I actually did. My my eyes welled up and then I got a bit angry and then I just had to take into context the situation my niece was in. But um, his real, even though we had him in Kohanga, you know, he went to Kohanga, but most of the real he got was being at home with us. Mm. So he still, he could understand some of it, but he was missing, you know, as the months went on, holes appeared and they got bigger and bigger. Yeah. Well, recently, my niece came home from Aussie because she realised that that wasn't for them because they, her boy was always wanting to come back to the pa and be with the whanau and stuff. Mm. And um, just recently, she started doing a tārangi and she took him along with him to the Atarangi classes and his reo started coming back well, you know, because he sort of already had the confidence to use he wanted to use it I think he felt out of place that all of his cousins were here in Kurakaupapa well they're really his uncles yeah. and when he come back they could all speak te reo together and we'd all be speaking and he could only contribute in the conversation so much so that pushed his mother to learn as well to get her A into G mm. and he ended up going to Atarangi with his mum and they both grew together. And then just this year, she took him for a look at a kura kaupapa, and now he's at that kura kaupapa. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that's an interesting situation. But definitely, just picking up what you're saying, Darrell was very functional between mm. them. And because I think kids, they really are sponges, eh? And it's always in their best interest. Most children crave interactions. So if they're going to be amongst a group of kurukaupapa kids, mm. they're going to eventually learn how to interact with them. So mm. they'll learn kupu, and they learn it through the other ways of communication, which is body language, tones, and all those sorts of things. So it is easy if you open your mind to it. You have to open your mind to it, um, and you have to get get rid of all of those um, challenges that we and obstacles we put in front of ourselves, and we do that naturally as adults, I think, which is why um, kids are such sponges because they don't already have those things that they've learnt mm. over mm. the years. I looked after this, she must have been about four years old, this young girl. Uh, her mother had come over from, from America. She was Native American and she had an exchange with Waikato University and she was working with my father. But she had to bring her baby over with her and I looked after her baby for, it must have been about two weeks, just every day from about nine to five for two mm. weeks. And um, by the end of that two weeks, this little girl knew Pirangirare. 
Pirangi Rare was the kupu she ended up taking mm-hmm. home with her. One lolly said Because I would ask her, oh, Pirangi Rare. And for the first week, she didn't understand except for me, for my action, getting a lolly and asking mm-hmm. her if she wanted a lolly. Mm-hmm. But by the second week, she's, ah, Pirangi Rare, Pirangi Rare. And I mean, that's how <laughs> it was in her best interest <laughs> yeah. to start learning how mm-hmm. to say that. Um, so she learned. And it was actually quite passive because I didn't actually realise I was doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, until she had already gotten it and understood it and started using it that I realised, oh, I just taught her a sentence, <laughs> a short phrase that, yeah, that she ended up taking home with her and started telling her mum, pirangirare, and she's like, what? And I said, oh, mum, I'm speaking Maori. <laughs> and this, this is a four-year-old. And her mother had told me that when they had um, they had already gone back and she was emailing and said that, oh, yes, Sierra speaks Maori to me now. Do you keep in touch with... No, this was a few years ago. This was before I had children. Whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was a long time ago, but yeah, yeah. You know, I just want to pick up on something because there's a saying, the best learning is when you don't know you're learning. You know, when it's just, um, you know, it happens passively. Mm. Saying, Well, yours was the reverse. You were just doing it naturally. Yeah. So maybe that's the best teaching too is when we're just doing something natural mm. as opposed to thinking about, all right, what shall I teach them? Just letting mm. it happen passively or as we say, yeah. fight the way to um Tareau because, you know, you haere koe ki te kura kaipapa and ko tō māma he reo Māori tōna. Aye. Nā, pehe te reo i Waingenui a kōrua. How's your language interactions? Ne. Yeah, between me and my mum, we don't speak Māori. I've talked to her about it and ko te mea ki aia, he whaka maia ki te kōrua Māori ki aia. Is that always, like, even... Yep. Oh no! Ah. Oh, when I started going to Kudareo, Kudareo, mm. and she won't speak Maori to me anymore. So yeah, she's fakama. I did Mahudu Maori. I didn't really. I did a week, <laughs> and, and it was a week, week. Yeah, a, a week. <laughs> a week, week, man. <laughs> and that was us. We talked about it. Just yeah, we're gonna do Mahudu Maori. So Timata, but as like. The days went on, it sort of. She stopped talking Māori to me. Yeah. And Koya, he whakamanona, because I think she thinks that I'm going to correct her. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But ko Akuirama too, they don't speak Māori at all. Like they know kai and panana. And when I was doing Mahuru Māori, I had them for the weekend. Started talking Māori to them. They turned to me and they're like, why are you speaking like that to me for auntie? Mm. <laughs> I'm like, what are you saying? So, ingana, ingana tonu mo te roanga o te rawiki ne. Paku whaihua. Yeah. <laughs> Paku ne. <laughs> Aha kua tamatau tautohe mo te roanga o te wiki ne. Yeah. So, what would be your advice to any, because I'm sure there's lots of parents out there that are listening that have kids yep. at Kura Kaupapa, that when they get to a certain age, yeah. you know, they might start feeling that they haven't got enough real to interact. What would your advice be to those parents? Call Yeah. That's the biggest thing, just talk. Mm. Like, we are not going to judge you. <laughs> yeah. Whatsoever. Yeah, hey, what kōrero mō tamariki mō. Yeah, kōrero. 
I'm going to put a plug in. There's a really, really good Facebook page. So I hope you're on social media. It's called mm. um, Māori for Grown Ups. Ah, yes, that's cool. Administered by Stacey Morrison, who's the wife of Scotty Morrison. Both her and Scotty started a parent support group, Iroto mm. Tamaki. And it was for parents that had kids in Kohanga at the time. And they needed more to communicate with their children because they didn't have enough or they weren't confident enough. And it started from there. And it's grown. And they, I think they meet, I don't know, I'm not sure if it's weekly or once every fortnight. But anyway, she sticks a lot of cool stuff up on that page. And there's yeah. lots of parents that interact with the page and they're asking advice from one another or it's it's quite inspiring. So, yeah, if you're on, um, that's a good page. Um, Heaps of cool resources on that page yeah, too, eh? lots of cool resources. Māori for grown-ups. Posters. And yeah. So, haere ki Māori for grown-ups. A lot of real stuff we talk about comes back to attitude a lot of the time. And your openness and your willingness to give things a go. And... At the same time, to be forgiving when you make mistakes and things like that. And don't even think, you know, just just realise and be conscious that it's all part of the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't get too hung up on it. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Forgive yourself. Yeah. You're the only one who's really judging yourself. Because yeah. people aren't going to look at you and say straight up, you're always or teko. Notice how did you say teko, not teko. Sometimes I think we're just talking to each other and I forget we've got an audience until, you know, I'm walking down the street and I get someone come up and they say, oh, I enjoyed this podcast on da-da-da-da-da and different ones like message on Facebook and stuff. So we appreciate the feedback. And yeah, any other whakaro that may come up on our social media page on Taringa, which is on Facebook. Our waiata of the week is e parira. E parira <laughs> I love this song. That's all I know of this yeah. song. <laughs> Composed by... And Hariri's gonna learn the kupu, <laughs> the swayata, and you can too, so listen along and Google the words, the kupu. Hanai. Na na
one of the other songs that um, Paraire Tomuana wrote was um, Irungao Ngāpuke, which was a wartime era song that may be one of our waiata te wiki. Mm. And in that waiata is this week's Kiwaha. Kiwaha. Kamu tupea Ole te pai I just had to put that part in because that comes after, but the Kiwaha is Kamu tupea. Kamu tupea. And kamutu pia means that's great, I suppose. That's good. Yep. As we've said before on our on when we had our introductory kiwaha segment, don't translate kiwaha because they're just gonna confuse you. So like <laughs> yeah. if we translated that kamutu pia would be might be finished. Yeah. <laughs> hey. yeah. <laughs> but that's not what it means. Kamutu pia means oh that's good. That's great. Good on you. So you might say, um, Tariel might say, oh, I've got a new job at such and such. And I'd say, oh, come, mutupia. Oh, that's good. How do you get to a PhD? And I say, come, mutupia. Yeah. Uh, kwamut. Yeah, kwamut. <laughs> I stuck to my I stuck to my gym regime I've just recently got on. And I say to myself, come, mutupia. <laughs> <laughs> Not mean I'm gonna finish, but yeah. So I'm gonna take you out the wiki. Come mutu pia. Come mutu pia. Come mutu pia. No reira kwa mutu. We are no emihi tonu na kia koto, and this won't be the last of Haridu. Should be coming back to join us for some other sessions. Mana he kupi fa kamutu nga kuru. Kau. Okay, キャマナワヌイ。キャマナワヌイ。エテイウィ。キャマナワヌイ。カワイホテナハイコレロファカムツガ。ホエノエレレトヌアナナミヒ。あ、マイコネイテパスリングメトロポラスオテアオムツ。